Why don't one of y'all open open today? Hmm. Well, I well I grab a beer from my fridge. Which I realize in retrospect right. I haven't done. <laughs> I'm glad that you waited until we started recording to do yeah, that. That's I, good. I was like, you know, it would make this experience better. Me being slightly drunk. Go Let's get see. go get your beer. I'll do it now. I will. I will. That's that's a little unprofessional, but it does give me an opportunity to work on my tight five. Um, how's and- everybody doing tonight? How's everybody doing? Uh, both both of you. Woo! You're pretty good. Yeah. Woo! Pretty good. All right. All right. I can't channel that unbridled. Woo! Yeah, I'm going to get the audience. Best I can get. Yeah. So po- podcasts, huh? What's up with those? Uh-huh. Well, uh, from what I understand, oh, we make shit. one uh, from time to time. We've been known to do that. What Not about Oh, well. yeah, guys, guys, don't talk bad about Walt. He's back. Yeah, by the way, I'm I'm here again. Yeah. How'd y'all, how'd y'all do, that, I ran through how'd my y'all do on seconds. that intro? You did your tight, your tight five second well, intro said, there. Well, yeah. how about podcasts? That, with no follow <laughs> that's, that's literally what you said? You said, how about podcasts? I, look, I, you can't just call. I'm, like, we don't have anything prepared. Like, I, I haven't been rehearsing it out of my notes. I mean, it's a loose five. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Good Lord. What if, we just, what if we just started? What if, if instead of all this digressive bullshit... We, we did our job. Can I mute You really want to eat dinner. From, like, uh, can we mute you, him? You really <laughs> want to go eat dinner. All right, that's fine. No, this is 30 Minute Worlds podcast where ostensibly we make a world in 30 minutes, give or take, uh, that you could run a D&D game in, but you probably can't run a D&D game in some of them. But it's fine. Some of them are pretty good. Yeah, our fault, guys. Well, no, <laughs> no I, think, I would say. I think first and foremost, they're cool made up worlds that we put together in 30 minutes. You see the behind the scenes process of, of making up a fantastic alternate world. Um, and if you can run an RPG in them, all the better. I would say honestly you can run a D&D game in any setting. So, I mean, it just gives it away. I'm just giving it away. The only reason I'm on this podcast is so we can create enough settings like camping website domains uh, where if a new book comes out that vaguely resembles one of the hundreds of settings we've made, we can sue. Yes, this is a copyright troll podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a copyright troll podcast. Yeah. So let's let's come up with some original content today, boys. And uh, I'm going to roll a dice here, and we are going to find out who the Lorelad is. Listeners, you'll know that the Lorelad has absolute creative control and can tell people to shut up, and they have to do it. Even Walt. Not me. I'm actually... Nothing can make me shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And that is a two... Meeting, it is Dan, who is the lore lad today. Hey, you. Oh. All right, what, what words you got for me that aren't car radio? Dan, first of all, would you like to recommend a vibe for the setting? This is new. You want to check my we vibe? Kind of, this is within the lore lad's power under our constitution. I guess. We've Chessman never done did it, it in before. Moth, we have. Chessman did it in Moth K Ultra. Uh, he did it in uh, True Cuts. The lab nah, can nah, technically. This is, this is not an organic part of the process. Give no me the vibe. words, right. and no we'll vibe, come up no with vibe. something. Okay, okay, no, okay, no okay. vibe. This is wild card time. Okay, classico. All right, Chessman, you got a prompt? Um, hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if teeth is good. No, yeah, please. No. <laughs> Dan doesn't want teeth. I mean, you, so you let's can not be teeth if you want. Just as long as the next word isn't shatter. 
Uh, it'll be fine. <laughs> Chalkboard. <laughs> no, the next word is knife hits. <laughs> the next um, word is knife hits. Okay. Fuck. Um, oh, what you got? Uh, yeah. How about uh, maw? Maw. Like a big, big open mouth. Like a big maw. gaping okay, sort of. maw. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Got I was, I was gonna say speech. Hmm. Okay. Goblin. Oh, goblin, God. goblin, God damn it. goblin, yes. speech. God damn it. We haven't had a goblin in any episode, have we? No. Well, not one. I mean, Chessman, you're on the podcast every episode. You want me to do my goblin voice for the whole podcast? <laughs> I can, I can, do, I can do it. I can. Like, I'm stop gotta it. work up to it. <laughs> no, actually, I like it. I like spell. Chessman's goblin. My, my new rule is Chessman must use the goblin voice for the rest of the podcast. He has that power. All right, uh, this wow, is going to be our lad. It's the lore lad. Yeah, you know, okay. so you just you gotta listen to him. You gotta listen to him. <laughs> Fucking hate okay. this show. Is this, That's just amazing. Is this good anyone listen to this crap? All right. Is this so, a good podcast? Is this anything? No. So we have Ma, Ma. goblins. So what about um? So Ma, right? You can, the the traditional way that I always read that is like a big, like gaping, like like trench, like Marianas Trench or Canyon or something. But what if just been like like a mouth, like a gullet? So what if uh these goblins are they like? came into the world like out of the maw of a dragon because that's okay. like this goblinoid like dragon ties or a thing okay 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 speech also ties to the mouth also which is why i was kind of worried about picking speech but uh that's part of the setting in some way mm -hmm. maybe they can't maybe it's a tower of babel situation where goblins used to speak one language but it all got fucked up and now they're a bunch of feuding goblin tribes unable to do anything. Could be. I've had a yeah. concept in my back pocket for a while of like mm. basically a, a wizard that takes all of these monstrous races like you know, goblins and cyclops and you know, just humanoids that are known as inherently evil and barbaric. And uh, maybe like giving them a spell to become more like humanoid, like giving them the power of speech. And then when they oh, want so to integrate like, with the human villages, the human villages are still just racist as hell because they've always thought of them as monsters. By nature, goblins were evil. They were like born of evil, but then they were given the ability to speak. And yeah, that like, is what has let them develop empathy well. and society yeah. and culture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that. Okay. So, hmm. We have like... What about a goblin senate? <laughs> No, okay. I'm because speech and goblin. It's a little too close to home. Well, they, if they have their own culture, what if it's like an Athenian <laughs> sort of like culture? <laughs> I feel like this is really antithetical to the whole goblin vibe. Oh, wait well, a minute. Right. What about yeah. goblin? Uh, I, I have an idea. Uh, the What if the society that these goblins emerged into, it, it's a democracy. And it's a democracy that's built on the idea of like racial equality. And these goblins okay. before are basically just pests, right? And they, yeah. they raided you and they like took your shit and they came from like the evil dragon at the heart of the world. And so, of course, they're evil. But these ones, these guys can talk. They are talking to you and they're engaging with you. And these are sentient beings now and they want to integrate into your society. Right. Yeah. Maybe we can just say that okay. whatever gave the goblins and we can bring up some other monstrous races too, um, the, the ability to be like thinking, speech giving. Uh, it's called the gift. So these are gift goblins or the voice yeah 
No, that's copyrighted. Oh, the, damn. The, the Your voice right. is... I, I, got, uh, I got Dune in my head. <laughs> the gift. I like gift no goblins. Yeah. Like gift goblins. yeah. The person who gave GGs. it to them is the giver. Yes. Yeah, that one's fine, actually. <laughs> so what if, like... Uh, I, I don't know. Do, do we want to get into cosmology, or do we want to flesh out the ground a little bit more first? Let's flesh out where they live, and... Cause cos- actually, we typically do do cosmology first, because I think Maw is the most cosmological significant thing here. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, when you say Ma, I think of like a giant mouth on the ground, like kind what if of Cthulhu-esque. They're Ma, like, they're ma <laughs> you know? We haven't interpreted that that uh, way. Oh, yeah, like old no. Ma Jackson. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of what we already went for. I mean, like, I, I like the idea of uh, this dragon being deep in the earth and out of it springs, like, uh, monsters, sort of, and mm-hmm. goblins yeah, are one of those monsters. Yeah, it's very, like, Greek, which also fits kind of the aesthetic of the setting here. Yeah, the dragon could be kind of yeah. worm-like, W-Y-R-M. And goblins could, mm-hmm. like, previously, they could have been, like, almost pests who slept in dragons' mouths or cleaned their teeth, and the dragons yeah. didn't eat them. So they have, like, this association with dragons' mouths. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. And so these... Is it a dragon, or do we want we could we could have be like I think it could a be a race dragon of dragons? Them probably the progenitor of all dragons, but they yeah. associate they are associated with dragons as like a s- symbiotic organism until they learn to talk. Yeah. And now, ironically, dragons don't like them anymore because they just wanted dumb things that cleaned their teeth. Wait, uh, yeah. <laughs> what if it's not just cleaning teeth? What if all of the monsters that spawn from the the world dragon, the worm dragon, uh? also like gather up treasure and stuff like that's their role in this world that's like maybe a little adventure-ish um and they would just like take it back to the dragons like that's the reason why they spawn from the dragon because they have this like weird hive mind relationship yeah i had this mm-hmm. idea when you when we started talking about dragons right after the prompts that the only thing that that dragon is missing is speech and that there's always there's this trope right of dragons uh being able to do true magic or whatever like being, basically being able to do magic just by speaking mm-hmm. maybe through like just by commanding like they can make monsters form like out of their mouth like the words themselves become goblins oh, they speak monsters into being okay yeah that's okay. interesting uh I like that. so that's how goblins were made and that's how other creatures were made to serve dragons pretty much Mm-hmm. But these lesser creatures like goblins, kobolds, uh, those sorts of like weird imp creatures, imps, I guess, you know, uh, yeah. they yeah. have acquired <laughs> an ability to speak their own stories somehow. Well, uh, I, I, thus pissing dragons off, I would imagine. It can be a wizard did it. Like the, the, I never the, like that because one wizard expects like <laughs> the whole world like. Yeah. Yeah, the arch wizard. I only like that trope if it's like way in the past. Typically, like I don't want that mm-hmm. wizard in the setting. Typically, yeah, it doesn't it make because s- breaks everything. Yeah, I think there's interesting potential here. If the humans are harboring goblins, or if goblins are going to human settlements to live their lives, dragons, which could have been like kind of content before, might start attacking human cities to dissuade their servants from leaving. Right, the whole balance of power is thrown off. Right. What right. if what if one goblin tricked the dragon into teaching him how to speak? 
and he taught everyone else how to do it. Yeah, it's kind of a Prometheus goblin. Yeah. I I like that a lot better. Yeah, yeah. He stole speech and gave it to other monsters. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't even that, like, it was this classic, like, oh, took it while he wasn't looking. It was like, hey, I need you to give me speech so I can do the task that you set out for me. The way Maw can set in this... He found leftover speech inside the dragon's mouth. Uh, as, or so the story goes. Uh, yeah, he well, found words like that weren't used, off. and he learned how to use them. Like stuck in his teeth. We could just have it himself. be a myth. I always like it when it is a myth. Exist. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of hard to define yeah. these things, but it works nice as a myth. Another myth could be that uh, that one goblin like cut open a little hole in the dragon's belly, and he started stuffing books in there. Tomes. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, we're uh, taking books why out. Why would he do that? <laughs> yeah, I'm confused. Maybe he had books in his stomach. Maybe that's where his book hoard is, where all the knowledge of the dragon is. Listen, that one. Nah, I, listen, I, that I doesn't make any it. sense. <laughs> I don't understand it. I'm gonna veto that. Uh, but the maw is like that's why because goblins are prompt, so they should be special too, above the other little races. And it was a tooth cleaning goblin who found speech and gave it out. Uh, even to, like, kobolds and imps and, uh, like, let's say little, little mm-hmm. like, dark elves mm-hmm. or dwarves or little guys who live in the rocks. Yeah, maybe there's some, like, essential magic word that the worm dragon needed to speak and the goblin tricked him into speaking it or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like uh, the idea of, like, mm-hmm. this, like, speech stealer. Like, that's sort of, like, a great teacher, like... Like, uh, I mean, the Prometheus thing vibes with the Greek, too. It does. It does. Little goblins and togas. Fucking. So what's the name? Hmm? What's the name for this trickster goblin? The trickster Uh, goblin? Because I have a name, but I don't know. Say your name. Yeah, what you got? Uh, Salami. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good trickster name. It's a good trickster name. (laughs) He's 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 Salami the prankster. Nichi. Uh, <laughs> I don't really have a better idea. <laughs> I also don't really like that. <laughs> how, about, how about Cyver? He's known by many names. Cyver. Yeah. That's a nice yeah. name. Cyver no swiping. I, I, Cyver speech stealer. Cyver is actually a Danish name. I saw it in a fucking documentary about Iceland. But I was it like, that's a cool like last Cypher. name. It sounds like Cypher. That's, that's yeah, Cyver. It sounds like Slifer. Cyver, yeah. yeah. Sli- Sli- like it. it sounds like Swiper and it sounds like Slifer. Yeah, Cyber speech stealer. Yeah, Cyber speech stealer, and this dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I don't ask me to make up two names in a row here, but uh, Cyber <laughs> stole from his master, who was like king of all dragons way back and very magically yeah, powerful. Yeah, the, the, the dragon that slithers yeah. through the earth. Mm. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. These goblins now, which had kind of been like a. Our dragons, they can obviously speak. They can negotiate with humanity. Oh, yeah. And they've never really yeah, needed they... to... If dragons are rational and humans are rational, maybe we could say they fought to a standstill and didn't... Could there was be. Kind of a, I... a cool period of conflict now between them. Sure. Mm-hmm. The Earthsea way of dealing with dragons is that they're like... They have their own intelligence that is almost like a little alien to humans. Like, there's kind of like different... Mm-hmm beings in certain ways uh-huh. um, so they don't really like dealing with them that much they like doing their own thing they don't think much of them they're like a higher classification of civilization right in their like, own minds yeah. they they can just do magic by speaking so they're like beyond us even though even if 
even if humans in this setting could accomplish magic, it's not nearly as easy. Right. Yeah, I would think the best that a human can do would be to just sort of amuse a dragon, maybe. Oh, mm-hmm. get the, the mm-hmm. ant can jump up and well, down. Well, I think that, we have cool. to turn our attention to the human civilization that now has all these monsters trying to file in and become parts of it. Yeah, we have where they came from, mm-hmm. and now we need where they end up. I think the first instinct, of course, when all of these monsters are coming in and, like, speaking and like like hey hey we want uh uh can you give us amnesty or you know i don't know what they want like like we're we're hungry something like that Mm. um the first instinct of course is to like keep the gates closed right because they associate them with danger yeah yeah they so they're they're monsters yeah they um but over time like of course there'd be a like a build-up of like there'd be enough of them coming in and maybe somebody has the bright idea like oh you know, they can talk like um, we could let them set up like a town outside of town, kind of. And if it's a democracy, I almost like the idea of like a politician comes up with the idea. Hey, if we bring them into this system, they'll vote for us. <laughs> yeah, right. no, I ever since Walter said Senate, I've kind of been thinking kind of Athensy. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm down with the Greek oh. vibe. Uh Oh, so if it was very Athensy, you could have a um, if you had enough goblins uh, who were citizens, they uh, they could follow you around and uh, just talk up all of your shit. Uh, what was that system called? <laughs> I'm not or, familiar. Like or, cool. oration? Yeah. Um, it's the pa- Patreon system. It's the patron <laughs> the system. Patreon system. Oh, patronage. No, uh, they yeah. five dollars a month for patronage. The patron, I think you would, the patron would pay you or you would pay the patron, um, whichever way it was. And then a patron would basically have a bunch of people following them that in like the, uh, uh, man, I'm so bad with words. Why am I trying to do this? (laughs) Why am I on the podcast? Um, Just give us the concept. (laughs) Uh, basically walk around in like, uh, in the forum and, it was basically like they had their own personal hype squad. Oh, yeah, they talk you up. Yeah, rule by popularity, essentially. Like, you were right if you had a bunch of people agree with you. That's cool. So. Yeah, maybe goblins are good at that because I can see goblins being the most loquacious of all the... Yeah, well, yeah, they have speech directly from a dragon. Right. They're like, boisterous, they're effusive. Oh, I like that. What if it, because mm-hmm. they learned their words from the dragon, they learned language from the dragon, it, their speech is much more refined than like that of humanity huh that's a neat idea the loquacious goblins it's like inherently appealing to listen to them talk so yeah yeah it cuts against the trope of them being like dumb little assholes that could be why right that could be why they get elected to positions of political power yeah eventually right? they're goblin senate right eventually they're yeah, okay goblin senate. so so let's walk it back a little bit Maybe instead of the goblins like piling up outside the gate and they're like, no, we won't let you in. Maybe they did turn away. They've been turning away. Um, yeah, they, they threw stones at the cyclops. For a while. They try to set the bugbears yeah. on fire. But the goblins are the ones who negotiate their ways through. The goblins can are the ones who came up and just like talk their case and like had some good points and actually maybe. Right. Invited their philosophers out to speak with them. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, I bet there would be a big public opinion swing when, like, the first goblin manages to come to the steps of the temple and oh, speak huge. to the crowd. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that's sort of early democracy. Uh, or- oration is everything, right? Like, th- yeah. that's that's how, yeah, yeah. in Rome, how they took control of the city after they killed Caesar, how Antony took it. He just got a mob, like, all pissed off about it. Mm-hmm. You just get the people behind you. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so- there could be potential for goblins, too, as these kind of, uh, they know the power their speech has on people yeah i, I kind of like this because the the obvious way to go is that at first all of these humans are just terribly speciest against these interlopers mm-hmm. i don't know that's, it's, it's kind of like a little nice and idyllic to say that there isn't a period of like intense racism that, well and yeah, what i was gonna yeah. say is that it also because they've been turning the other monstrous races away, or species away creates this backdrop now where you have this integrated kingdom now, but they they have already told everyone else to fuck off. So there's that backdrop of, like, the bugbears took all the north. Well, there are other non-goblins who can speak, right? Like the little yeah, all, dark all elves these, and kobolds all, and stuff. Yeah, all yeah. of these monsters have the, like, well, we can just assume that they're, like, humans in terms of, we like... We can assume... It'd be neat to say if they're, yeah. like, no higher than, like, knee height, I think that'd be kind of a neat little... What the goblins? They're seen it, the goblins and kind of their kin that the dragons made, you know? I was imagining like all kinds of different monsters like Cyclops and maybe some ogres, but it could just be little guys, yeah. I like the idea of other monsters coming from the dragons. Yeah, I, I like because yeah. the goblins the goblins wouldn't uh teach speech to all the monsters. There'd be some monsters they don't like uh as goblins, right? Well, I think it's a more interesting setting right. if all of these monster species are now like there, there are cyclops that are huh. now like walking among the people of. See, yeah, I think that's well, it's, less it's like, interesting. No, no, no. But, yeah. No, see, it's uh, the goblins. Of course, got it um, sort of firsthand, right? Right. So they're the best speakers, and then they disseminated that to the uh, other well, monsters. Wait, let's talk they, this through because in my head, they used to be like actual monsters. Like they're cyclops. Yeah. They exist to just like steal sheep. And attack people and be like selfish. Like they're not mm-hmm. like humans. They're not interchangeable. They don't have like complex moralities and all that. But something has shifted mm-hmm. so that all these different mo- monster races are no longer just describable as monster races. Like they're not inherently yeah, chaotic the- evil or anything. They're just like neutral. They're humans. They can be all kinds of. And th- that wouldn't just be like a lesson, right? That would have to be something magic. Yeah, yeah the goblins stole speech and they they passed it on to other races. But like as they passed other monsters, um, but as they passed it on, it started to get weaker with every yeah, passing. They got yeah, more, it's like game of telephone. I like the yeah. idea that the the other the non goblinoid monsters they can speak, so they can organize now. But they're still not going to be accepted in human society the way the goblins are. Yeah, and are. maybe they're using speech to organize to the detriment of humanity. <laughs> Which right? is like, well, yeah, that that's what I think is interesting about this is you just told the gang of. Uh, ogres to get lost when they were like hey can we get some sheep or something and yeah. now they are terrorizing like your grazing lands and like they're they're using they're wearing armor they've gotten like giant goat mounts and stuff like that yeah and it sets it sets the stage for people to kind of like i don't know because the goblins being integrated in society after having been slaves of like dragons and like previously, I guess like humans thought they were animals. It does make a really complicated setting that's not just like um, 
Yeah. All monsters talk and we have to reckon with that. I think some monsters should yeah. talk in varying amounts. Yeah. You know, I, I think that, that's how I want there it to would be. be. There might yeah. be some monsters who are too proud to learn primal monsters who are too proud to learn from some tiny ass goblin, right? The art of speech. So there could oh, be some like, wild uh, primal forces out there uh, that are uninterested in what the goblins had to offer. Like, like wingless dragons, like shit like yeah, that. Like, like worms, sea serpents, that kind of thing. Lenorm. Things below the bowels of the earth. Titans. Yeah. And there could be variation among the different monsters. Mm -hmm. Like some cyclops mm -hmm. uh, have like studied with goblins and like is a really learned cyclops. But then he like goes to his, his brothers and they're just, they just whack him with clubs. Yeah, it's like B.I.G. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> B.F.G. Uh, well, let's meet a little bit in the middle then. Uh, we'll say that some of these monstrous races are able to make their way into human society. And then some of them, who I guess maybe I got the least of the touch or like of the of the language, they have left and they can talk now and they can organize now, but they're not welcome in human society. Right, mm -hmm. right. And they haven't learned kind of what the goblins learned, which is how to sublimate their needs to the needs of societies. Uh, the people who got exposed to less speech don't really understand doing that, you know? So here's my idea now, based on that is... Like, I've always had this divide in my head of, like, goblins versus kobolds. They're two very, they're two very similar sort of creatures that in that can be sort of played the same in different settings. But Similar niche, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Similar, yeah. My idea here is that the goblins and the kobolds were very, were actually really close before they got the gift. And then uh, the kobolds were the first for the goblins to pass the gift on. To, let me rephrase yeah. that the kobolds were the first one to receive the gift from the goblins and they kind of hated it because like their mouths weren't aren't very suited for human speech and a bunch of other so they actually ended up being they were also the first ones to sort of reject this idea oh, interesting so there's a little tiny race out there that's still like yeah. Plus, they look kobolds are kind of more back to the dragons. They, yeah, they're more tied to dragons than other races anyway. Uh, there's all kinds yeah. of like associations there, but they think the dragons made them special, and that we shouldn't take the apple from the tree, as it were. We should. <laughs> yeah, we they're, shouldn't they're be playing around with. Yeah, <laughs> We've yeah got they are. They are luddites. Oh, speech. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe now they just have more existential awareness, and they hate that. They're just yeah. suffering yeah, under they have this expanded knowledge. cognition. Yeah, <laughs> And also the dragons will never look at the kobolds the same way again. <laughs> Even if the kobolds uh, proclaim to be loyal I to them. They're like yeah. fallen angels who don't want to be fallen. Yeah, yeah. They're like little, they're like, why did you guys do this? So kobolds actually hate <laughs> goblins because they fucked up the natural order of things that they kind of enjoyed. Grant, granted, yeah. the kobolds didn't have to clean the dragon's teeth and do all the nasty shit. They were probably doing cool shit like gathering gold counting things for the dragon like all the like admin oh yeah they have they have to fill all of the empty roles now and also mm. they're like smarter while they do it oh. so yeah the goblins had the worst jobs <laughs> like you know kobolds and existential funk okay yeah, i, I like that. that well like maybe some of the other monstrous races come to the kobolds and are like hey uh, they won't let us into the city uh you guys look the most like the dragons and they liked you the most before, and they throw in with the kobolds. Oh, interesting. So there's kind of a monstrous faction tangential to the dragons. 
Yeah, I, I think there would still be like rogue sort of elements of these monsters too, but I, I like the idea that some of them have gone and thrown in with the kobolds. Yeah, and that they're now pillaging on an organized front. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are the kobolds still with the dragons? Maybe it's a case-by-case basis oh, yeah. for I think dragons. most of them are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some of them did get thrown out by their dragons when they learned how to speak. I think the ones that get yeah. thrown out inhabit, like, ancient dragon holds that are abandoned. Places where they are, like, they find, like, uh, the corpse of a giant dragon, like, it's just mm. a skeleton, and they set up shop, like, kind of in there. Places where they can be close to yeah, and, like, where they came from. Maybe they're still trying to serve that dragon even in death and trying to interpret whatever its mystical orders could be. No, they're hoarding treasure. Yeah. Uh, they're taking yeah, it from yeah. the humans for the because you know, he he still needs it. Just just because he's dead doesn't mean he doesn't need these yeah. gold coins. You know, he needs a hoard when he passes on to the next world. I like the idea too. If we talk about human society, I like the idea of goblins as these kind of potential demagogues. You know, they can really rouse people's spirits in a good or bad way. No, we, we talked a little bit about that when you when you were on your... Yeah, I did uh, cut out. St- I did cut out. Yeah. But they're kind of these fast-talking, uh, very diplomatic sort of people. Yeah. Well, Chessman suggested the idea that, like, they the senators of the city use them as, like, patron... Uh, patreons was the word, yeah, I think. Patreons yeah, patreons. You follow them well, around, and they're basically it's the, the hype. It's the patron system. Yeah. It's the... Um, the school of hype beasting. The, yeah. the yeah. goblin yeah, school yeah, the of hype school. beasting. Um... <laughs> I like the idea that some of them, like, for a while, they're content with this because it's kind of how they get in. And then eventually some of them are like, well, I own property now. Why aren't I the senator? Yeah. <laughs> I, should, I, I should be in the Senate. I can do that And they that can make shit. a compelling argument as to why. Because uh, they come with their own constituency, too, of goblins that you can kind of play to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a new voting block in a democracy. Uh, yeah, I yeah, think they'd yeah. be wonderful, yeah. like, politicians. They would be probably be pretty good merchants. They'd be able to sell a lot of things to you. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. They'd be great therapists, uh, <laughs> tavern keepers. Yeah. I don't know if they're great. I think it's funny. I don't know if they're great listeners as much as they're great talkers. <laughs> True, uh, they'd be terrible <laughs> therapists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're really good at talking, which is something that, Works in a lot of jobs, but I think that uh, they're not used to listening, which is something Just humans kind up, of yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah not up. talking. Okay. Well, that's kind of weird because that was kind of their whole job. They were the first to get the voice, and they want to use it whenever they can. Uh, yeah, so they, they're sort of they're sort of rebelling against their original purpose, which was to basically only listen and never speak, and right, now they only right. speak and never listen. Mm-hmm. And I think there would be some goblins who. Or like like most politicians are kind of like amoral, trying to get power, and then there'd be uh, some goblins who are agitating for the monster cause, uh, like, like trying to what, get for the kobolds and shit. Yeah, like uh, maybe there are like a few cyclops who, you know, have 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 the gift pretty thoroughly that these these goblins yeah. would be agitating for. And they're like, we don't have to just kill them. Like we could negotiate with them, and then we don't have to fight at all. Yeah. Right. Plus, there's the threat of the dragons who really don't like what happened over the past, like, let's say, it would have to be pretty fast for there to be conflict, but like 60 years or so. You you want a dragon war in the backstory? <laughs> I mean, th- maybe the threat of an impending dragon war. I mean, the dragons have less staff now to do all their shit. Yeah, I mean, maybe... Their staff are all in the cities doing worthless shit like voting. Uh, <laughs> the dragons probably hate that. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe we just say that there are like rumblings of the dragons planning and plotting to yeah like you if, like maybe like a kobold or two like 
gets captured and he tells him like the, the dragons are gathering the elder right, well, um, worm is what if we meet sort of everything. in the middle and like the last dragon war was like 600 years ago yeah a long and this time. is like this is like mm-hmm. the first like thing to happen from the dragons in a while and like maybe one is like seen for the first time in a while like right before the monsters start arriving or something mm-hmm. it's like a bad omen it is it's funny because like uh the dragons have lost magic necessary to make new races, maybe. Like maybe that was something they did when the world was young, but now the world's changed and they can't speak that well anymore. It could know? be that the, the bottles open now. Like Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so they can't uh yeah, that's true. If they made a new race, the goblins could just teach them how to speak and the trouble would start. Mm. The troubles mm. with goblins. <laughs> I was thinking maybe they tried to create a race that wasn't capable of learning, um, of, of, of getting the gift, mm-hmm. like basically goblins, but stupider. <laughs> maybe well, they don't have goblins mouths. were previously the stupidest creatures, like in the setting, I think. Right. So even stupider than goblins, it'd be like little, um, snotlings or something. Right, But if they're I mean, stupider just- than goblins, even they would be probably of debatable use to dragons at all (laughs) right they're basically pure like they're basically they have no mouth they're like flies they 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 can't eat or drink or do anything (laughs) they basically go out do something for the dragon and then die oh like little bug people right Mm. yeah Uh, i like that i like little bug people potentially on the horizon for this this setting has a lot in it actually Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the two, like the race, uh, like the species that they would have created, like probably would be something so dumb that they couldn't learn it or their biology just doesn't allow them to speak. Yeah, like they don't have mouths, Mm -hmm. like they're like, ha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) what if for like like soldiery, they make like, um, like, uh, like automatons, like they're all like, they look like those Greek, like muscle plates. Oh yeah, but there's no danger of those things learning to talk because they're not actually, and the dragons are quite smart, you know, apart from being magically powerful. Mm-hmm. I I figure the different different dragons would have different solutions. Plus, the kobolds uh, in Norse mythology were always skilled smiths. Yeah, what is so they could be the ones who are helping the dragons make these uh new this new race. Yeah, we've been discussing this world dragon, this like great worm that lives under the earth, and maybe there are other dragons who you know can craft mm-hmm. things and smith things, and like that hyper intelligent dragon is creating these automatons, these golems. Oh yeah. Well the the world dragon is almost a myth at this point, mm. right? Like mm-hmm. even even if the dragons did know that uh it exists, that they wouldn't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. And they don't nobody knows where it is except the dragons. And the monsters that came from it. Well sure. Years ago the the world dragon created the dragons and descended into the earth. Maybe there's like rumored places where like I like the idea of dragons as not a flying creature in this setting, but a creature of the under earth maybe yeah, the like, whole setting is wingless dragons worms actually yeah, what do y'all think, I think of be each cool. dragon making a different monster that might we haven't That's fleshed out the, i like we fleshed out goblins and kobolds but what else would there be there'd That's be like good. little gnomes probably um well i, I think we're good on kobolds. little races like cyclops or ogres like maybe a bigger brutish one mm-hmm. um well we got kobolds goblins Ogres and Cyclopses, which I imagine ogres are a bit more like foot soldiers and Cyclops are like yeah, bigger boys. Yeah, big boys. Um, well, war- wargs have a connect- connection to goblin, just like big, 
feral um big feral dogs i don't see goblins. what use a dragon would have for making big feral dogs well they were to go with the goblins like their companion are they like uh what's the name for like the hyena people Nulls? uh no yeah 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 there could be gnolls gnolls are good like me could be gnolls yeah 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 or little what's the what are the sprites could be sprites like what what if they're imps what if they're yeah imps is what i meant to say yeah, yeah that's okay. more the vibe they're, i was looking they're for monstrous yeah. they're, okay their their thing is that uh unlike goblins and kobolds they're also kind of a little server to race but they can use a little bit of magic mm-hmm. uh that mm-hmm. the dragon then doesn't have to use yeah, you know trickster magician you can toss some of that fire around yeah so mm. they they kind of they they were really appreciative of the goblins giving them speech and then rather than integrating with society with that speech, they were like, actually, we're going to use our magic to kind of get what we want now and have our own imp society uh, that just cannibalizes. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm seeing them as like uh, like the Romani, um, the Romani, the, the Romani. Sorry. Yeah. They, mm. they like wander, like maybe like a few are like in the underbellies of society, but they're mostly. Yeah. Doing oh, they thing. like they sell magic. Or like they use oh, it to yeah, get by. Oh yeah, they would sell magic to humans yeah, too. Yeah, you visit them. They would do little tricks, make little vials. Yeah. But they're inherently capricious, more so than goblins, who are more just loudmouthed, but like sometimes good intentioned. The imps think they're better than you because they can use magic. Well, they like dragons can. They are better than you because they can use magic. Yeah, maybe I don't know why this came to mind. Maybe like the first words a goblin spoke to them was a lie. And so now all of them have like a bit of a, an untrustworthiness to them. There's something there's something to be said for yeah. that. Yeah. Something yeah. to be said for that. Man. That's kind of a fun origin myth is that like the first words that the goblins yeah. say to a race is just like kind of sets a tone. Like they're like humans in terms of like variability, but they kind of have a trait that's marked by the first word spoke to them. Hmm. That kind of would be a fun um Oh, that would be kind of a fun story to tell. Or the first word their species said, you know, like your yeah. baby's oh, first yeah. words. Yeah, that, that like makes that more too. sense. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the goblin asks a nymph a question, like and the first one lies, and yeah, yeah that's interesting. <laughs> then the history oh. was set. Mm. This is a fun one. I really like this world. Yeah. I, before we close up, I I think I want to. I need to get ahead of this. Oh yeah, yeah. With correction, it's the patronage system yeah it's not it's the patreons <laughs> yeah i mean when no, you said well, patreon i was like yeah. i i thought you're yeah i made a website i thought it was joke. like the greek root <laughs> like a of the language. word or I, something yeah it's i don't i don't know what language it is but it's patrons and clients okay. that's the clients the pe- pe- something uh, chessman's strange. mom knows very well god is a <laughs> patronus and clients the clientela <laughs> is the yeah yeah it's like yeah we got okay, it okay thank you Nobody at me. Uh, well, folks, that's our show. If you like this episode, you can subscribe to us on your podcasting service of choice to get new episodes every Wednesday. Go ahead and write us a review on iTunes and share us with all your world-building friends. It really helps us out. Our art is courtesy of the talented and wonderful Sheltor at Jovial Paradox on Twitter. You can tweet at us, too, at LoreLads, or send us spirited hate mail at 30minuteworlds at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, happy world-building. <laughs>